Welcome to Speed Learning English, your podcast for smarter and more professional English. Hello, Richard. Hello, Sven. How are you? Well, in the first episode, you mentioned that your family comes from Ghana. Um, where is Ghana located? So, Ghana is on the beautiful west coast of Africa. Um, we are we have coastline to the um, to the um, uh, to, we have coastal line on the western ocean side. Um, um, yes, and we are bordered to uh, Ivory Coast to the west and Togo to the east and um, to the north we are bordered to Burkina Faso and to the south we have the coastal to the um, to the Guinea Ocean. Yes. And you're surrounded by French-speaking nations, but English is the language in, in Ghana. So is this the reason why you speak French also? Because of your neighbors? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I speak uh, uh, French because of um, the, the French occupation here in Germany and um, in the west western part of Germany. And therefore, um, you have the opportunity to learn French and because of Uh, my curiosity and interest in different and uh, different languages, I decided to learn French. We should clarify that the occupation of the French in Germany has ended now. So they are not here anymore, but that's due to this occupation and due to the border that we share with France, which is quite close from where we live. Um, people decided to teach English and French in in school as the language of the allies at that time. In uh, the German Democratic Republic, it was Russian. And here we had and still have English and French. Okay. Um, the capital of Ghana is Accra. And um, from which part of, of Ghana does your family come from? So Or do you still have family in Ghana, haven't you? <coughs> Oh yes, yes. Family is very important uh, um, in the Ghanaian um, family setting. So you will always have family, whatever. Oh, <laughs> even if something happens, you will find somebody who is part of your family. Okay. Um, so yes, indeed, um, I have family in, in in the Ashanti part. It's the middle part of Ghana, and um, I'm from the Ashanti. Um, Just a quick history. Ghana, it, translated into English, just means warrior king. It's from the old Ghana empire that was up in Mali, present-day Mali, in the mid-ages. And um, yes, I'm in Ashanti, which translates into um, because of war. Um, why because of war? Because Ashanti is a nation-state that was... Um, or a union state for that matter that was founded in 1619 and they there were different groups of people who formed this union because of an occupation from the Fantis which are in the south um, that were occupying the Ashantiland or in that that time you couldn't call it Ashantiland because there was no Ashanti but they were occupying the future Ashanti people And they formed a union to fight this occupation. And that's why they formed this union and called it because of war. We are forming this union and 
that's the name behind um, behind Shanti. So uh, yes, I have family um, in Ghana, and we are from the Ashanti people. And I I, I read in a history book um, about um, the terrible behavior of the Portuguese in Ghana, and uh, that whenever there was a a kind of revolution of slaves somewhere in in, uh, in America, normally somebody from Ghana was the leader. So this refers, or this um, does also, um, how to say it, um, confirms this this meaning of of Ghana or Ashanti. So yes, they are yes. they are, are people. Very- Rebellious. <laughs> <laughs> Rebellious, yeah. But also, um, the coast um, that you mentioned is also named Gold Coast or Golden Coast mm-hmm. because you had a lot of gold in your country. Yes. Um, so normally when when people find new territory, unquote, uh, quote, unquote, they always e- they have two options. They either name it after cities that they... That they are from, for example, New York, or you will in America you will find Berlin, Amsterdam, uh, Dresden, Frankfurt, or um, other other European names, or you just name it after certain things that happen happens in these territories. For example, if you go up to um, Sierra Leone, uh, Liberia, they called it the the European called it um, the Rice Coast because they were They were farming and um, and agric- They were very great in the agriculturing of a rice. And in our case, we were um, <laughs> we were blessed with a lot of gold. So uh, yes, um, I think we are the sec- No, we are the largest producer of gold, I believe, in Africa now. We there's always this um, I don't know, race, if you can't call it like this, um, can call it like that, um, between South Africa and I believe Ghana, who is the um, biggest producer and exporter of gold and I think the last statistic that I read is Ghana's um, ranking number one right now so we have a lot of gold yes okay so this is not the only reason why uh, a trip to Ghana is very attractive tell me something about the nature um, Are there mountains? Is there jungle? Can I meet lions there? Crocodiles? Do you have you have got the Volta Lake? I think a very big sweet water lake. Um, how is how is the yeah the scenery the the landscape in Ghana? So in Ghana, apart from being blessed with a lot of gold, we have a beautiful beautiful landscape, and I would just would just like. The listener to understand that you have to beam yourself into the, the tropics right now, feel um, 30 degrees Celsius. Just imagine the sun being really hot and you're on the tropics. So this is the setting. Normally for visitors, you will start um, at Accra, the capital, as when correctly alluded to. And there you have the the breeze of the ocean, the Gulf of Guinea, which is, you will just feel. It's a mixture of hotness and the sea breeze. So obviously it's very humid there. Once you move 
up a bit north, you will get into the rainforest. Very, very dense, but still hot. And I don't know, there's this, this the heartland of Ghana. So it's, it's, it's just everything, fun, happiness, sadness, every emotion you can think of, is you can feel it there. So you will have the, the rainforest, the, the, the wild animals of the rainforest. And once you go, <clears throat> sorry, once you go up a bit further, you are at the border to, from going out of the uh, rainforest, you will see your wild animals because there's not a lot of um, human activity there. You will see your, uh, your giraffes, your, 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 your crocodiles, uh, your elephants, your zebras, but I don't. Um, we don't have a lot of lions. When I have to disappoint you, there we are not. We don't have a lot of lions, but we have a lot of elephants. Um, so yeah, um, and all kind of wild animals. That the list is endless. Yes, and if you if you then go to the east, there you will have our mountains. They're beautiful mountains. They are um, among the ever parts of the land. And there you will have all these beautiful, beautiful mountains, which stretch to 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 over Togo to Benin and end in at the border to Nigeria. So I can really feel this this um, the warmth and the breeze, and I see the elephants. So it's really. Uh, yeah, it, it's really impressive how you describe this um, this place, this beautiful place. And we spoke about um, the culture, uh, we spoke about history, we spoke about the gold. Um, and I, I would like to to spend another another episode to talk about um, how to explain Explore the how to explore the country if if you travel there, because I I don't think there is much tourism like the typical tourism maybe some in Accra but the rest of the country is probably just the way people live in Ghana and not very focused on tourism. Wouldn't you agree? Um, yes, indeed. But I think we are picking up um, picking up a bit. Um, I. I don't know if you have enough time. I would um, elaborate a bit on that. And I think before Corona, so 2019, um, in, in cooperation with the American government, there was this year called um, this year. Um, so this year called the year of return. So what does that mean? It was, the, I think, the um, 400th anniversary of the first um, human captive in America. So. They were, um, I don't know how you can say that, celebrating celebrating the 400 years of slavery, I believe. And a lot of um, descendants of these um, human trafficked people of America and Brazil were coming back. And, um, <clears throat> and that, yeah, and I think a lot of people were coming back and then Corona started. So I think the second wave where a lot of people would have explored Ghana different from the descendants of human captives. Um, they weren't able to do that this year because of Corona, um, um, last year because of Corona, maybe this year too. We don't know how the situation with Corona will develop further, 
but I hope that it will just pick up in the year of 2022 because Ghana is a very beautiful country and um, it would also help the economy if our tourism will pick up in the, in the sense of in the likes of Egypt, Morocco or Tunisia, like in the northern northern African countries. So it would help the economy very much. Hopefully without um, changing the character of the country because uh, I went, I traveled to Egypt and um, I, I went into these tourist regions and I really felt very, very uncomfortable because I thought that um, a culture can really, really um, destroy its own character or personality if you adapt too much to tourism. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, um, in contrast to that, I, I, I would like to say that we Ghanaians, and for me, <laughs> it's a, sometimes a problem for me. We are very welcoming of the foreigner. That's part of our culture. So if somebody is coming from outside, or you see that somebody is traveling, and has um, has, uh, has, has has arrived at um, his or her destination, we always say "akwaba," so uh, welcome, mm. translated um, into English. And this aquaba is very fabricated into our culture. We are very welcoming and to the foreigner or somebody who's coming from outside. And in the past, I think with the Europeans, it didn't help that much if you read the history books. But in the case of tourism, I think it would very much help because um, we really are attracted to that foreign foreignness in somebody. So, yeah. Um, it, I don't think it will really change our 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 culture or our being because we are already very um, welcoming to people. So I don't think that it um, will change because we don't have a problem with incorporating different and foreignness into our culture. So we seamlessly adapt to it. So it wouldn't really change us in that sense. Okay, perfect. So let's talk about your country more next week okay. because I'd really love to to get some some ideas of, of what to do, what to explore apart from uh, watching elephants etc. So maybe <laughs> what to what to do in Accra, uh, what to what to see, what sightseeing buildings, which other big towns do you have, okay. what are the travel opportunities, etc. etc. Okay, so Richard, I'm really looking forward to this. And um, yeah, so the last word is for you today. Mm -hmm. um, I just wanted to thank you, Sven, and I also wanted to thank you for giving the opportunity, um, for giving me the opportunity to really um, market my country and um, and to, to, to showcase my country to our listeners. And I'm very thankful and grateful for that. So yeah, thank you.